самом You might have heard this voice before in the conversation with Geir Haraldset. And who's Lisa? Lisa's uh, the uh, six weeks in, in the, the opening exhibition project of the National Museum. In Norway. The, in Norway, within the educational department. Lisa's also a writer and is the online editor of Objective Journal, which is camera-based art, where I try to lift up the marginalized narratives within that medium. Great. Fantastic. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. So now we have a... Now we're just shooting with the questions and you'll give advice on whatever you're up to. Um, is snobbery of taste a dominating phenomena in the art scene in Norway? Ooh. <laughs> Let's see. Let's weigh enemies on the state or answer the question. Um, I want to say yes. Um, on account of what I would like to see more of. More than uh, it being snobbery maybe but i don't know if i would call it snobbery that that feels like a word that would be a bit uh i would be cautious with using that word mm. but definitely well you can say a snobbery of narratives maybe yeah yeah like of what to, what is prioritized yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i think it yeah, links a lot to this yeah idea of quality or mm. sort of an exclusiveness or a, that's because snobbery is Exclusive, yeah. Or like, mm -hmm. who is a snob, and then, yeah. yeah. I would say that a big part mm. is on account of uh, uh, of narratives. Yeah. Yes. Actually, we were like, are we even gonna ask this? Because it's not even a question asking for advice. No. But I guess mm. one of our listeners did post it, so we were like, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. let's check. Let's say yes. <laughs> okay. Um, when would be the ideal time in my career to get pregnant? There's a standard answer to that. It's like, well, it's never an ideal time to get pregnant. Um, just kind of, if you want a baby, just let it happen. It's more of a, my advice when it comes to that. Yeah. But I mean, the way Things are panning out in no way with, uh... <laughs> okay, so I have two children. So the way things are panning out in Norway when it comes to kindergartens, because we're very, we want a society to be equal, even though it's, yeah, that's a totally different issue. But um, they only have one apply date a year. So uh, women have started planning on when they get babies to meet that apply date. Wow. So the, um, the hospitals, they're brimming with um, women delivering between June and August because okay. they usually, have, when, when, they're, uh, when the baby's a year, they start kindergarten. And that's, that starts in August. 
Ah, so oh, this is even goodness. more like a general answer, advice to women in Norway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, on a different note, um, it's, it's a very precarious uh, situation to be in if you're within the arts or you're a freelancer or that sort of stuff to kind of not disrupting the kind of flow on your work and your projects um, but that's where with that kind of precariousness that's where I'd say that just do it just make the projects um, kind of uh, um, adapt to you instead hmm. like I know it's not easy and that sort of stuff but there's never a good time to say hey hold up I'm just having a baby first so I mean the um, I mean just do it mm-hmm. and the more women that does that the better the circumstances will be for others doing freelance freelance curator or artist or and I mean the the ability to work and have children at the same time is also a lot we need those examples I think yeah mm. I I'm thinking of one that I really want to ask okay which one um it's uh, this one um how do I get what I want without being a guy for example in a group meeting a proposal suggestion is made by a woman and not taken seriously while the same proposal would get applause and implementation if made by a male how do I talk? How do I suggest things in a manner that will lead to positive results? What type of rhetorics or strategies could be useful? Wow. Yeah, okay. Hmm. I mean, um, through my job now at the museum, that's kind of an urgent question. Yeah. Um, what you'd see is that the, the male... Uh, team members are the ones that kind of they're used to hearing their own voice and they're used to that kind of self-esteem that comes with having perpetually heard their own voice you can hear from the women that they're more of a me included you kind of um, uh, almost careful in your responses and that sort of stuff so um, um, if there's any strategies, just raise your voice over and over and over and over, um, and don't don't lose the uh, belief that you will be heard, even though you're heard maybe one or ten times. Mm. Don't go into that kind of, oh no, what can, well, that kind of, um, um, like a, applying the, um, that you're not being heard to something that you said, but instead just thinking that, do it over, do it over, do it over, and not, yeah, just don't pay mind to not being heard the first time, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. No one's going to give you that service. No one's going to give you that. Well, let's hear from th- That's not really. It's just a matter of repeating. Yeah. I think. Um, 
but I know it's hard. It's it's so hard because at some point you're like, well, maybe my ideas aren't that good or maybe I'm just like stupid kind of thing. Mm. But it's, I think it's a matter of repeating. Mm-hmm. I've heard, um, you know, like it, when it comes to women being ignored in meetings, I've heard that one strategy is for other people to say, no, she was talking. You know, just oh. you're, you're into, let her finish. You know, just like someone, every time you see it, just call it out every single time. Mm-hmm. Actually, she wasn't done, you know? like. Oh, and that's really nice, actually, to do it on behalf of others. Mm. To yeah. be really good at that. Yeah. Because it can be really frustrating to be like, hey, uh, I, I, I was trying to say something. <laughs> um, so yeah. if I can just make it easier, if we can be more supportive. Oh, Yeah. Community is yeah. really, really important. Yeah. And kind of having an ally around the table. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, even with that in place, it's repeating. I mean, yeah. at the next meeting, repeat what you said. At the next meeting, just repeat it. Mm-hmm. But community, yes. I mean, in other lines of what I'm doing as well that slow building of community and people you can kind of be frustrated with and that sort of stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's so good when, when to get advice that is like, this is, this is what we need to hear and we need to repeat to ourselves as well. Yeah. Okay, I want to ask you this. Is art networking really necessary? How much time should I invest on it and what is the efficient way of doing it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not the right person, I think, to ask that question because I'm, I'm a shy person. So I'm not really fond of networking. I'm, I'm, I don't know what to say. I don't know which leg to stand on. I just want to disappear into the walls. So, so but, but when you're saying this, and, and the, the question is also, is it really necessary? Like, do I have to yeah. do it? But then at the same time, do you do it? Or do yeah, you, right, right. Or do you have strategies to do it? Or just <laughs> like, is it not with the anxiety. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or is it just like, well, I don't actually have to do it. Or how does it work? Mm, yeah, I think you have to. In some, on some level, you have to. My strategy, strategy has been to do that from like behind the scenes. So I've been writing for a long time, right? And getting my opinions out there, but I haven't been, uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm the person that doesn't go to openings. I'll go the day after, talk to the gallerists mm-hmm. and look at the art. Because as I said, I want to just slip into the wall and become the wallpaper mm-hmm. on those kind of gatherings. So close contemporary is really the place for you. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's been so. It's been it, yeah. Well, it's it's my first time like being representing the institution as well. So that's been uh, that's been hard, I have to say. Yeah. Um, but it's been really nice with you and with a couple of others that you kind of connect to. But uh, to go uh, get yeah, back sorry, to the question. Yeah, sorry, I was like, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I think it's necessary that you network. But you, you don't have to network through being like a, uh, like a, um, 
um, well, open person, but not like this kind of um, uh, extremely sociable person. Um, there are strategies that can also accommodate someone as introvert as me. Mm-hmm. Like I said, through writing or talking to gallerists the day after openings and that sort of stuff. But I think you do have to talk to people mm. in some kind of fashion. Um, um, but you don't have to be extrovert. I don't think that you have to be on all the parties and that kind of networking. Uh, a good strategy would be to attend symposiums or those kind of scenes where you don't have to be extrovert, but you're still there and you're still being seen and the visuality of it all is kind of, yeah. Yeah. And then things like when we had the smaller breakout groups, it's easier to talk. Mm, yeah. And easier to have people find out like who you are through mm. what you have to say. Yeah. But I think it was a really good advice with this like symposium or things, because often there, there's like a direction of the conversation in a whole different way than if you just add an opening. Mm, like small have, talk, yeah. Yeah, but then if you have, like, whether it's uh, some sort of group discussion or mm. some sort of format or event where it's more spe- specific and you mm. have a sort of a more clear direction in like, what the conversation would be. Because mm. mm-hmm. that makes more sense. Because then you can, yeah, bring up, you know, what's going to be on the table. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me.